0: but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 107. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guests today are teenage dads. The indie rock band from Melbourne have just released their brand new EP, entitled Club Echo. In today's episode, we're speaking with the band about producing their own music, partying while on the road, and what Club Echo really means to them. Here we go. Indie rock four piece from the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria, Australia. After signing with Chug Music earlier this year, they've just released their brand new EP entitled Club Echo. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Geordie, Connor, Vinnie, and Angus, aka Teenage Dads. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, so how are Hello,
1: Simon. How are we? Good. Very
0: good. Thank you. <laughs> how are you guys?
1: Great. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were asking me how I was doing. (laughs) I already
0: know that, mate. Look, like a bit of love within the band is always good. Self-care within the band is is helpful. Yeah, for sure it is. Yeah. Congratulations. The Club Echo EP is out now. It's a very exciting time. Oh, yeah. Very big. What's it it like having this this EP finally out? It's awesome. It's... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's really exciting yeah no it's it's really exciting it kind of feels like a bit a bit of a relief but it's mainly excitement
0: uh the the ep cheerleader is the current single and um it's getting quite a bit of play on triple j at the moment um I know that you guys shot that video in quarantine. Compared to I think the upcoming single, uh, what was it like? The process of kind of working um, working through the the band projects uh, separately.
3: Do you mean like for the just for the music video? You mean or like the the project as a whole in quarantine?
0: Uh, for both, sorry. Yeah, so in, yeah, firstly yeah. for the music video and then secondly, how did you find Quarantine as a band? Because I know you guys kind of work quite closely with one another.
3: Yeah, the um, the music video, it was the first time we'd um, worked with someone who we didn't know before. All our other videos are done by ourselves or with our friends and we worked with Gabe who was awesome. Um, and, yeah, he, he kind of came up with this idea of – us seizing the day to kind of correlate with the theme of the song and because we were homebound it kind of made sense as well to kind of just make the video all about us doing whatever we wanted in our houses and so um we had all like we had our camera and stuff and Gabe would just direct us over FaceTime and then we filmed it in two days so we had to do two people day one two people the next day and we had to like uber the Uh, uber package the the gear to each other and then back up all the footage and then uber the um hard drive to gabe and he edited it all and and got it back to chug so it was a really cool process it was strange but it was kind of fun uh as a lock like we had done another lockdown video in last year but it wasn't as collaborative in a sense it was nice at least Having a FaceTime thing, going so that was cool. Yeah, the EP was
1: uh, was tough putting together just from the yeah going into lockdowns and stuff. You know, we, we'd one of the songs, Cheerleader, was written in June last year. So, you know, it's a long process getting it all um, re-recorded and sent off to Stephen Shram, our mixer, and. Um, talking it through with the label and making sure that they liked it too and making sure we liked it as well. There's definitely a a large number of rewrites um, and, you know, trying to work through all that over Zoom phone calls and, um, you know, not being, as you said, yeah, we we do spend a lot of time together working on the songs. So it presented a new challenge as I'm sure it did for everyone else in the last couple of years, but we wanted to take it head on and, um, Connor and Angus and, and Vin too, we all picked up some more gear throughout the lockdown to try and make uh, a work more productive. So we weren't just sitting there in our squander going, man, this sucks. I'm not doing anything in lockdown. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's good to, yeah, it's good to be finished. Like it was, it was um, a lot of fun to put together. But, yeah, it was, it was really hard and hopefully, um, hopefully don't have to do it again, uh, lockdown recording stuff. You know, it was, it was uh, not, not my cup of tea anyway. Not that I drink tea either, I'm not big on tea, but okay. uh, yeah, yeah, not my <laughs> glass of tea. <drink. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's good, yeah. It's really exciting to have a new body of music out. We haven't had anything out in about two years for uh, EP-wise, you know, a long time because we were kind of open to do stuff last year, but then, you know, stuff happened, COVID happened, got in the way.
0: But now man. we're here. The, uh, you guys are known for kind of producing all your own music. You've produced all the previous bodies of work and all the singles like that. Um, I know it's not your glass of Coke, as you just said, but do you think <laughs> that at any point you could kind of see yourselves maybe going between the two methods or is it a thing where you've gone, no, nah, we did it, we sell, like produced separately, um, but you'd like to go back to producing in the same kind of space as one another?
2: Yeah, well, we've never really, we've never really tried with having an external producer. It's something that we we would um, consider and like to give a go in the future. So we don't really can't really commit to which style we like yet, just because we've been doing it ourselves previously. But yeah, it's been it's it's fun doing it yourself. It is it is really cool. It's really hands on. Being able to have everyone be involved. Also a lot cheaper.
3: Mm. <laughs> I think as well, yeah. Um it kind of I think uh the way we like wrote and produced this EP as well was kind of inevitable in terms of doing it um more via correspondence, if you like. Um it's kind of always gonna happen because you know life gets busier and busier. So I don't think it's a matter of like um all right, we're going to do it like this forever now or we're never going to do it like this again. I think it was just kind of, all right, it's happening now, may as well like get used to it and figure it out from there because um, I think it, uh, there was at least one period maybe in between the lockdowns where we were able to catch up and obviously record it. So there was times where we were still mixing of doing it all online versus in the in the shed together. So. Yeah, it'll be good. And I think for for future works and stuff, we've got a whole bunch of songs that were written same in the same period like in lockdown and stuff, but um now that we're out of lockdown, we'll probably go back to like how we would do it before and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of just more of a um uh like taking <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> you know, like you're just getting used to it, diving in the deep end, and like, okay, we we got to do it like this now. So crappy answer, but
0: hundred percent. I imagine that no, no, no. It it made sense. I imagine that getting exposure to all different kinds of aspects of it are helpful, just to learn um what you like and what you don't like, and kind of what works for the band.
3: Absolutely, yeah,
0: yeah, yes. yes yeah uh, the EP <laughs> the EP is called Club Echo and I'm kind of curious where the the title for the EP came from.
1: Yes, so uh, the title is based around the the themes and ideas of the EP. So we were when we finished the five songs I was looking at it and realized it kind of represented, uh, how our band has progressed um, over the last five years and not just as the, the group but as our individual selves as well, growing up and um, being put through all these new experiences and and, and all those things. And we, I was interested by the idea of um, the way we observe memories. It's not a participant in any sense. We're kind of an observer behind a, a window like Vinny and Connor behind the window. <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Vin had sent this really cool picture of, uh, I, I can't remember the, the artist's name. I was a photographer, this, this picture of this big green wall and there's a window looking through this party, and I thought that was a cool idea. It's kind of like you're looking. So when you're looking at those memories, like it's a party or a, a club that you weren't invited to sort of thing, that's where the, the club came from. And then um, Echo is just, you know, as synonymous with your, your memories and, and past moments. So we just thought it kind of worked. And that sounds sick. I don't know. I reckon I'd love to go to Club Echo, right? Listen to some cool <laughs> it bangers. <looks> cool too. <laughs> Four letters each word.
4: <laughs> yeah, the um, the photographer for that picture that inspired it was, I think her name's Alex Prager. Is that right, I think?
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: So, uh, yeah, we look at a whole bunch of her stuff as kind of an inspo for that. It's, um, yeah, really cool work if anyone wants to have a squiz. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really
2: good on clubbing.
0: We'll definitely make sure. You're really good at clubbing?
2: Yes, we're g- really good at it. We're really good at it. <laughs> we love doing it so much.
0: Can you give me the top teenage dad's clubbing experience? <laughs> we, were, we were at a
1: club in Gold Coast and um, <laughs> we were sitting in a circle and we were doing a very similar dance to what we were doing in our um, Sunburnt music video, this finger-pointing thing, and we were tapping our foot as well. And we noticed that more and more people had started to do it. And I think there was a group of, I think, 20, <laughs> 20 <laughs> people had just formed this circle around us and we are all doing this <laughs> dance It was the dumbest thing. I don't know why everyone was so hypnotised by it, but it's great. And we, I I mean, not that we've been out to a club in a long time, but we, I think we try to do that every time we go out. It's it's really funny.
4: That was uh, such a funny trip as well. We were actually on tour on the way through and it just so happened to be like schoolies week as well. So we're mainly just taking the piss a little bit because we were a year older or two years older than everyone and we just thought that schoolers was, was a bit cringe. So we were just kind of, you know, doing daggy dancing in the clubs and that because everyone was obviously there trying to uh, like pick up and stuff and we were just there having a laugh and <laughs> some people really didn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> clubbing. Yeah. What do, they, clubbing. Um,
0: what, is the, what do they call them? W- were you guys toolies?
4: Pardon? Technically, oh, no. but we, we were actually yeah. like, on yeah, tour. No, so we're no, are
3: like, no, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we were not there for that reason.
0: I think t- touries works. I think that's applicable. Yeah,
2: yeah we'll yeah, call it we'll touries.
0: touries. Yeah. yeah. Touries. I think if you can kind of find yourself anywhere on tour and you kind of crash any event, touries is a good applicable, kind of gets out of jail free card. Touries. Yeah. How excited are you guys to kind of get back to touring to get back on the road? Very 10, ten out of 10. <laughs> this mm. much,
3: yeah, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really
2: excited. It's, we, um, you go, Angus. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, it's been like just in being in Melbourne, it's been it's like not only it's the going out and doing shows and having that aspect of it, it's also kind of feels like that getting to leave and go explore places again, part of it. That's also really appealing now. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a very long time coming. We've only done like four shows or something this year, five shows. So it's, yeah, it's been really, it'll be really cool to just get back out on the road and,
3: Here it goes. Yay. We got um two shows yeah, this year left. Uh two, two uh, one in a few weeks and then one in December. So we're pretty excited. We're gonna start actually rehearsing <laughs> again. Because that's something you do before you play a show. And then um, play the shows. <laughs>
0: That seems like very logical steps, which I'm, I'm glad you guys are practicing uh, and, and taking into account. The, um, the Club Echo Tour, is that the two dates that you're referring to? Oh,
3: it's kind of like, um, so it was meant to be the Cheerleader Tour because when it was announced the first time, like four reschedules ago, that was when Cheerleader was coming out. Um, but now it's... It's just been put like all the interstate stuff's just been pushed to January and Fed, and I think it's still just going to run with it as the cheerleader tour. But essentially, it's we'll just be promoting the EP as well. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just everything, everything put into one cheerleaders on the EP. So it still makes sense, you know.
0: How have you guys found? Having to kind of cope with the pandemic because I know it's it, you're not alone in terms of having to release something and have it pushed back and back and change things, but in terms of being like a like an, an indie band and having to kind of sit on these songs for so long, and I guess having to you know plan tours only to be disappointed, have you guys kind of found coping with that? And is there any maybe not residual? <laughs> Maybe not anger, that's not the right way, but, like, is there now an element of, like, not getting your hopes up too much in case it doesn't happen again?
4: Yeah, well, when we when we first went into lockdown, like, you know, it was, it was quite frustrating being halfway through one of, you know, our most extensive tours yet and it was, like, a co-headline thing and, and of course, you're going to be a bit frustrated about it. But I think um, I'm really proud of uh, all the other guys in the band and myself for, still persevering, still persevering throughout the lockdown and we still did release music and we did what we could with live stream performances and, you know, trying to stay active on the socials and that. I think that coming out of lockdown, it's, it's served us pretty well rather than just kind of sticking our head in the sand and waiting for, oh, we'll just wait till it comes good and then jump out. I think, yeah, you know, I, I think the guys have put in a really awesome effort trying to um, just keep things going, consi- just rolling with the punches, basically.
3: Um, and everyone, mainly the other three, but everyone's just been playing video games to cope with it. <laughs> I think that's been a big coping mechanism. Um, and then Angus, uh, after demand all the demands from our friends of me getting an Xbox, Angus gave me his old one. And I think I've played it once.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
3: but apart from that, video games, yeah, found to be pretty good.
0: I can. I think that they're a very good way to cope. That you just not not a fan of the Xbox, or you're more like a, a ps a PlayStation guy, or what is it? No, I'm just
3: not really into. I was when I was like way younger and stuff. Um, but I just, I no. kind of. like for a big part of the lockdown, skate parks were kind of still open, so I was lucky in that sense. I could just go there when it wasn't raining. Um, but yeah, or I was watching movies or something instead. But but not Lord of the Rings because apparently I'm a horrible person because I haven't seen that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyone
2: else? I feel like
0: we're seeing, I feel like we're seeing behind the curtain slightly of teenage dads.
2: Well, basically, Vince is lying. He said he used to play games when he was growing up. Vince was that kid that was always really productive, and he'd always be out exercising and doing all this stuff. We were playing; we were at home playing video games, and he's just lying about it, trying to include himself in that club. Yep.
0: Where are you, Vince? <laughs> I'm hoping that, that the band's still 20%. together by the time this goes to air.
3: I played um, Nightfire on PlayStation 2, James Bond. I think it was called Nightfire. Okay. FIFA, Halo. Anyway, Angus, Angus is on me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, yeah, nothing about video games.
0: We'll let you guys, um, I guess, sort sort that out or dispel what had happened uh, between, between the four of you. Um, one thing you did get to do this year, though, uh, which was not skate, play video games. Was you signed uh, to Chug Music, which is extremely exciting because I don't feel like many people were signing uh, record deals in lockdown. How did that kind of come about?
3: Yeah, the Chug, the Chug stuff was kind of a, another really long process. It all started um, when we came into contact with Lime Cordial in the middle of 2019 um they had found our music or something and said they liked it and we kind of stayed in touch and went to a show of theirs and got to meet them and everything and then they eventually um invited us to play on their robbery tour um which was like the biggest thing ever for us and on that tour we were just you know always trying to just kind of take you know take every opportunity and we were chatting to Ollie from Lime a bit about management stuff and because he does a bit still for them or a lot for them and he's like yeah man just shit up Andrew our manager he'd be happy to talk to you um so yeah when we got home I did that and it worked out that when we were coming to Sydney for the Lime show Andrew was there obviously in Sydney and uh invited us to the office and we just got to meet him and a few of the other team members and yeah, it was just kind of this this introductory thing. And then all throughout twenty twenty, um, we were sending Andrew and Chug our demos of songs. Um and just kinda like this whole time wondering if what like what it was gonna what was gonna happen. Like, oh like you know, and then there was a few times like throughout the year we we're like, all right, this is it. We're going to find out something. And then it was still just like, nah, not quite yet. And then eventually in like September, so like almost a whole year, that was when um, we had a big Zoom with the whole team and they offered us um, the deal and all that. And, yeah, then again another like four months or so of all the contract stuff before we officially signed in um, in Feb. So, yeah, it was like this really long Really long process, but it was really good, I think, to see because it showed that um, they, they were willing to help us out anywhere they could even before being obligated to and stuff like that, and it really showed that they were interested in us. And um, Mark, our day-to-day manager, he came to, like, our Sydney show and stuff, and we hung out a bit, and, um, and, yeah, just same with the Lime guys. I've always stayed in touch with them and always been super helpful. So, yeah, really felt this connection with them, which was really helpful. It wasn't just like you get a record label email out of the blue and then you sign sort of thing and feel disconnected from it. So, yeah, it was like I'm happy that – we're happy, I should say, that the process was like that because I kind of felt a part of the team before being a part of the team. You know what I mean? So, yeah
0: that's very cool i feel that um a lot of <laughs> i feel like a lot of australian labels um like chug uh maybe due process as well like some of those um well like not the big major labels they are quite well known for being more hands on and being more relatable and actually just being part of the team instead of as you said just getting random emails here and there from um Labels, have you found that much has changed in how like the machine of teenage dads kind of of works, if that makes sense? Like are they, yeah, has the process Um, of how the band works changed?
3: I don't think so. It's just been, well, A, we kind of, um, I suppose our team just before Chug was just with our booking agent Vienna, which we still are with. So the only difference there was like, not going through Vienna anymore, it was going through Chug and then to Vienna. But everything else I would say is the same, it's just tenfold.
4: Yeah, the main thing is that that the label kind of wants from us is just to keep writing songs and keeping our engine room going with new music churning out and that way (laughs) we don't have to worry as much about like, a lot of the finer detail stuff, even though we, we're still quite involved in there because we like to kind of, you know, give our two cents and things like that. It's not like we've just handed over the car keys to someone else. It's like our team just kind of, you know, got bigger by, like, time and a half just, uh, you know, so now there's just kind of more teenage dads, I guess. <laughs>
3: there's Yeah, there's more people, like, <laughs> relying on us, I guess, so it's kind of yeah, yeah. Have to. It's a bit of a boot up the ass as well. You got to yeah. be like, okay, yeah, this is someone's job to look after us, so we got to do, do stuff.
4: Got to do our job in the team.
3: Yeah, time, so. which is good. Keeps you like,
0: yeah, no. keeps
3: you motivated and always working on on the band. And that's kind of what you got to do, I think. Chug! Don't let us play video games. Yeah, I say not to in <laughs> the
0: Fair, <laughs> um gentlemen we would usually ask our guests uh what they're currently listening to is there uh, any album or any record at the moment that you're thoroughly enjoying
2: i'm really the new remy wolf album is sick uh, i recently discovered her because she just kept coming up on basically every every story i went on on instagram she would be recommended and her new album's really sick um but yeah i don't know will honest don't,
1: don't know what I was um, Yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I found this song called "Hang on." It's called Chinese Medicine that I thought was really awesome. The guy's name is uh, King. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's King Nun or King Nun. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But, yeah, Chinese Medicine, great track. Not, not an album, but just the the, you know, the one song. I think it's really sick. I found uh, I've
4: nice. been coming back to um, Remain in Light, the album by Talking Heads, heaps. I uh, kind of got into it a bit when I was, I was doing heaps of delivery driving and stuff last year. I'd probably play it once every couple of shifts. But, um, yeah, I find I just keep coming back. Like the production's real kind of cool just how much like hearing how much like compressions on everything and everything's really like pops out and I feel like every time I hear it I I hear another thing it's like oh I didn't notice that before that's really cool that that's kind of in the background and stuff so yeah that's what I've been listening to
3: I'm um excited for an artist Holly Humberstone from UK she's meant to drop her EP today but she moved it It's like that's kind of good Less competition. (laughs) Not that we're in the league of her anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, dope. Dope solo music. Keen for that.
0: Very solid choices. Very different choices as well, which I kind of like. Yeah. Uh, Look, gentlemen, um, thank you very much for your time. Congratulations again on uh, Teenage Dads being signed to Chug this year and to the Club Echo EP. We look forward to um, seeing you when you are out on the road later this year and next year. You too,
3: thank Simon. You. Simon for thank, you. thank you, Simon.
0: Thanks, we'll, um, we'll get in touch. Yes. Get your and that's our show. A massive thank you to teenage dads for their time. Club Echo is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy the EP or tickets to their tour. We also want to give a huge shout-out to Katie at Positive Feedback for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes, where you'll be able to listen to all of our guests' picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning, with guest playlist streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.